property. We got the one and only Bishop Joseph Walker, the senior pastor of Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church, Nashville, Tennessee. Man, so happy to have you this morning, Bishop. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, family. Hope everybody's doing well today. And man, I want you to know, going to that song resonate with so many of you because everybody goes through storms. Sometimes you're wondering, Lord, why me? Why I have to go through it? But nobody gets a pass. Nobody gets an exemption. The fact is that you discover who you are when you go through the storm. It reveals things about who you are, about the people around you, and about who your God is. One day Jesus tells the disciples, let us pass over to the other side. And then he gets on a pillow and goes to the back of the ship and goes to sleep. The disciples are panicking in the midst of the storm, wondering, Lord, do you care that we are going to die? They wake him up. And Jesus says, why are you so fearful? Why are you so afraid? A couple of things I want to tell you today. First of all, if the Lord took a pillow and went to sleep in the storm, he's really telling you, that if your faith is awake, you can go to sleep too. Many of you stand up all night trying to worry about it because while you're trying to figure it out, God has already worked it out. Here's the second and final thing I want to tell you. If the Lord said, let us go to the other side and he went to sleep, don't worry about what happens in between. You got to promise before the storm that you're just going to get through this. I know it may seem like it's going to last forever, but all you got to do is just look at nature. Some of the most brightest, beautiful days happened after some of the most horrible storms. And I know it's been rough, and I know you've cried. I know it's been tough, but the sun is going to shine again. You just got to know God's given you everything you need to get through this. And if he lets you see somebody else come through it, trust me, it won't be long before you get through this too. So I want you to be encouraged and know I declare over your life the storm is over now. Man, a lot of us needed that word this morning. Gosh, man, that was just so so on point. Cause I was just feeling that I just needed that, needed to hear that this morning. Just a reassurance, Bishop Walker. Let everybody know uh, how you can how you can be reached and how they can follow you. Hey, uh, I want y'all to just follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker Three. That's Joseph Walker the Number Three. Follow me and let me know you are listening to the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. There it is, man. All right, Bishop Walker, love you, man. Senior pastor you, of bro. Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church, Nashville, Tennessee, and the presiding bishop of Full Gospel, the one and only Bishop Joseph Walker III. All right, man, love you, man. Love you too, man. Here we go, y'all. Yolanda Adams, Rick Smiley Morning Show. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Rick Smiley Morning Show. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Monday morning news. The city of Miami Beach has imposed a state of emergency and an overnight curfew for South Beach starting 1159 p.m. Sunday after multiple fatal shootings occurred during spring break festivities this weekend. The decision comes after two people were fatally shot between Friday and Sunday morning in the area, according to the Miami Beach Police Department. Meanwhile, Ricky, the U.S. State Department and the Texas Department of Public Safety have each warned Americans to skip spring break vacations in Mexico, noting that ongoing violence poses a significant safety threat. In other news, Donald Trump could be charged in New York as early as this week for allegedly covering up hush money payments to a porn star during his 2016 presidential campaign. Legal experts say a potential trial could be more than a year away and possibly coincide with the final months of the 2024 presidential campaign as Trump seeks a return to the White House. 
Like, uh, lastly, and in lighter news, women continue to blaze the trail in 2023. Congratulations are in order to Nicola Fox, the first woman appointed as the U.S. Space Agency's science chief. She earned the title earlier this month. I'm Maria Moore, and that's what's happening in news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? I'm about to told you, Maria, March Madness is maddening, if that's a word. <laughs> on the women's side, number eight Ole Miss stuns the number one seed, Stanford, and sees them packing, man. Stanford did not make it to the Sweet 16, man. Over on the men's side, a uh, couple Cinderella's. How about the 15th-ranked uh, seeded Princeton? Not only beating the number two seed in Arizona, but they also knocked out the number seven seed, and they will advance to the Sweet 16. We got more details coming up with the entire March Madness situation coming up later on this hour, so stay tuned for that. In the meantime, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, they trade for Houston, Texas wide receiver Brandon Cooks. He will now join C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, and T.Y. Hilton as the wide receiver core of the Cowboys. Is that an upgrade? Uh, yeah, it's an upgrade. You know, they give him a downfield threat. You know, but that probably means that now the Cowboys will not sign Odell Beckham Jr. And that's who else they were talking to before they made this uh, Brandon Cooks trade. So, it's my quick sports support right there. Gary with the T. What's up there, y'all? All right, y'all. They're saying from new addition to in the kitchen, y'all. Singer Bobby Brown has launched, honey, his own food company, y'all. Now, they're saying the company features Bobby Brown's own line of sauces, spices, and specialty, co- specialty coffee. Now, Bobby Brown was in um, D.C. this past weekend. They're saying he was at the Capital One um, Arena, and he talked about his new brand. Now, Brown said that his love for cooking, y'all, grew out of his time spent in the kitchen as a boy when he was being punished. He said, quote, that for me became a passion, he said, of his early days watching and helping family members cook, y'all. Now, his full line of food, y'all, are available online. So they say get out and buy some of his stuff. And I know, Ricky, when he was here with us, y'all talked about that, you know, his own food line, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. No, he had good, good, I think he started out with the barbecue sauce, but uh, yeah, Bobby Brown can cook for real. Well, well, congratulations to Bobby Brown and his new um, food line. All right, y'all. The color today is one of my favorite colors. It's the first day of spring. It's officially the first day of spring. So the color today, y'all, is Persian violet. On the high end, you say Persian violet. And on the low end, you say beautiful light purple. That's your color for the day. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, Candy responds. Wait till I tell you what she said up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and Ooh, yeah, hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, Rick, it's about a morning show time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, Candy Burris has reacted to the backlash she received from last night's Queens of R&B episode where Escape and SWV were discussing possibly touring together and Candy as of Escape will be the headliner of the tour since they're a headlining tour act. Well, SWV suggested that they co-headline and Coco got offended, uh, mentioning that SWV sold more records than Escape. Well, Candy responded via Twitter saying, uh, we may not have been the headliners in the 90s, but we have been for the past six years since we've reunited. And respectfully, they've opened up for us multiple times already. Candy added, I've never said they didn't sell more records, but the concert is about who can sell more tickets. Uh, be upset if you want, but we've done other shows since the tour, and the promoter still had SWV go on before us. It is what it is. Tiny also chimed in saying, to be clear, we love SWV 
SWV as much as you all do, but business is business. What y'all think about that? Uh, it, it, it really all depends on uh, when, when, you, when it comes to a concert who put on the best stage performance because it don't matter how many tickets you sell. If somebody uh, uh, on 10 on stage and you in your act is on stage live like an 8 and you can't follow them, you don't want to have people walk out on you. And the best position is to try to get on stage as early as possible anyway. Now, that's just mm-hmm. me, my experience. What do what, what you think? Because you're a performer. Well, I I think uh, I don't know I, I I'm not sure about that. Uh, I think Candy them. Uh, I feel like more people, not more people know them, but I feel like their stage show may be better because they all sing. You know, it's different because they they're all headliners when they sing. So, and I feel like they have more dancers. They have uh, it, they're like an in, no, no, like a production, like a yeah. They're yeah. like an ending act. They should definitely close the show, in my opinion. But I yeah. am biased because I love yeah. Candy, Tiny, and Tamika. Yeah, but, I but, love SWV though too. Don't get me wrong. I love both groups, but I feel like Escape should definitely be the headliner. Yeah, it just depends on who gonna bring on the fireworks at the end. You the show got yeah. the end on a end on a high. Whoever has the best stage performance you yeah. know and, and escape and, brings out dancers i think they might have pyro yeah. uh they bring out their husbands sometimes and they dance on them and they have extra guests come out sometimes ti come perform you know it's just i think it's just a they just have a bigger production of a show yeah, in my opinion because what you don't want you don't want people walking out on you have somebody go up and blow the stage up and then people walk out on you you know and that don't mean that you're not that is just the, the stuff that they add, you know, because yeah. I had somebody doing all of that. I'm like, look, let me go first. Let, yeah. Right. Because <laughs> the, check, the check is the same. I'll right. go first. Yeah, me too. I don't want to go before somebody's finna just like really kill it and do way more than me. I don't want to do that. That that don't make no sense. And if other promoters have put SWV before Escape, then apparently that's what the promoters think as well. What, Gary? Well, not what, okay, so Ricky, that's what I was thinking. Okay, so if the check gonna be the same, what's the bickering over there? It's a headliner going last, closing the show, having your picture be the biggest one on the billboard. You know, it can be a pride thing. Sometimes. It's a pride so, thing. And sometimes the check is different. If the you, check if you is headlining. a little. The check is more, I think, when you're headlining. Yeah, if you headlining. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you can do a co-headline. Well, that's so what she co- said. She it's, told it's them to co-headline, but they didn't want to do it. A co- so, yeah, I mean, you can do a co-headline. I mean, Escape, I, I think with uh, SWB and Escape, you can do a co-headline because Candy's um, been on TV. And, that's and so has Tiny. And, and Tiny, they've they been on TV and they got a, a huge fan following. base. Following, yes. Uh, uh, so you look at the social media, the TV, and what they're doing and, yeah. and stuff. like. And then their husbands and all that stuff. It, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it really is. So... I don't know. We'll see. But I, th- I definitely think they should co-headline. And I don't think anybody should. Co-headline, I mean, I think that you get the same amount of money. Um, but I think the biggest act with the biggest production, like you said, Ricky, should close. Right. All right, y'all. We're going to wrap up the hot spot on that dope. But coming up next, we got Rock T's. Oh, Lord. Rock T's joke of the day. Is it going to be funny, Rock T? You already know, Brigitte Tact. I already know it ain't. <laughs> it's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Sherry's Mount of Morning Show, ladies and gentlemen. It is about that time for Rock T's Joke of the Day. Joke of the Day. Joke of the Day. All right, let's go. Knock, knock. Who's there? Itch. Itch. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let me just go and say. It just hit oh, it's hats. I was right with it. It's hats. Nope, nope. You said what, Brett? It's hats. Nope. It's knock knock. Who's there? Hats. Nah. Hat you. Rebus. Oh, hat you. Ed. 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 I had to throw y'all off a little bit. Oh, right. It didn't work. It yeah. threw no it one off. like this last 20 seconds didn't happen. Jesus. Yeah. That's we'll never right. get that precious airtime back. You know, people pay a lot of money for advertising, but damn, we just wasted good airtime. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> the fact, what makes it fun is the fact that you, Gary, what you think? Child, please, honey. <laughs> I was looking up my stories. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't paying no attention that at all. <laughs> March Madness, what you got, man? Yes, indeed. It can get kind of maddening, man. Cinderella stories are one of the main reasons to love March Madness. And I'm here to tell you that uh, who was sent packing. And uh, pretty much, let's start with the women's. Let's start with the women's bracket, man. Because women's basketball is, like, is, is phenomenal right now. I don't know if you guys are watching it. But uh, number 12, Toledo beat number five, Iowa State. And Iowa State was picked by many experts to make the Sweet 16. They sent them to the crib. And number 12, Florida Gulf Coast, who's one of my favorite sleepers in the tournament, they sent uh, Washington State to the crib. But last night, if y'all was watching, number eight Ole Miss, shout out to Coach Yo, stuns number one Stanford. Stanford was like, people, that's one of those teams, Rick, that kind of like UConn, you kind of automatically put in the Final Four just because. Right. Well, Ole Miss uh, sent them to the crib. So it is what it is, man. So Stanford would not make it even to the Sweet 16. Now let's move over to the to the men's side. Creighton sent number two Baylor to the house. Yes. I had Baylor going to the eight to the Elite Eight. So Yeah, uh, me too. Yeah. That I, was that was shocking. That was shocking, man. Creighton came up and they said, listen, we here. We in the building. Number eight, Arkansas knocked out. Number one, Kansas. <laughs> now that was crazy. This game was heated, man. This Kansas is always go to the Sweet 16. Come on. Elite. I mean, they get to the, the Elite Eight at least and they sleep. Right. But this makes it this is what makes it so maddening, man. So what uh, number one seed, Kansas is knocked out. Uh, number 16, Fairleigh Dickinson University. Have you ever heard of that school? No. Exactly. <laughs> they knocked out number one seed, Purdue. I had Purdue winning the whole thing. Man. <laughs> that uh, uh, The guy that's 7'4 was on my son's basketball team at IMG. Is that right? I actually, I actually knew, know that kid. Yeah, man. But uh, they, was, they was triple teaming him, and he couldn't do nothing with him. That's the first time I've he seen him do, shook all season long. I ain't long. never seen nobody get triple teamed. Yeah, and my son, my son said he was just so easy to play with. I mean, he would get it off the rim, throw it up to him, rebound, all that. So he said it was always easy being his teammate. That, that wasn't real. That wasn't about the triple team. It was a raw T effect. <laughs> he picked them number one. He picked them to win a national championship. I told you that day it was over for Purdue. Man, that was crazy. It was crazy, man. Knocked so out. who y'all got, though? I mean, <laughs> I, my team is still in it. Gonzaga is still in it. And they right. won last night. Yeah, Gonzaga's still in that bad boy. You ain't got to look it up. I'm telling you what it is. Gonzaga's in who? Gonzaga's, you got Bama, you got... Uh... I, since since Purdue is gone, I got Alabama to win the whole thing now. Okay. <laughs> they ain't winning nothing now. <laughs>
Oh, God. But can we talk about Cinderella? There's still a Cinderella in this bad boy on the men's side, and that's number 15 seed Princeton out the Ivy League. Not only did they knock out number two Arizona, but they also knocked out number seven Missouri to reach, reach the Sweet 16. Princeton, Princeton, man, they, they looking pretty good. They play that old school X's and O's baseball, I mean basketball, and they just kind of lure you to sleep. But they got a couple dogs on that team, but... Now that Purdue is gone, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. Alabama, Alabama's going to win this whole thing, man. Let's see, man. They, they got the ball because these little small teams coming up. Uh, who Alabama got next? Uh, they, they play. Uh, San Diego State. They should handle it. Yep. They should handle it. Yeah. And then and then on the, uh, what what they call it, the Super 8? Yep. No, the Elite not, 8. Not, and don't oh, forget the about Houston. Yeah, I'm thinking about, about the hotel. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Super 8. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rock, let everybody know how you can be followed. Follow me on social media on all platforms at Rock T Holla. Let's get it, pimping. I know it's he that find it, but I feel as though a lot of men are afraid to approach women. So do men find it disrespectful a lot of times when women approach them? I always encourage initiation, but in this way, three ways. Smile, make eye contact, and say hello. That's it. That's the only that's that's the only thing you have to do because most men it's not that we're intimidated we want permission permission yeah we want to feel welcome and invited we're in a me too movement everything is harassment you walk up to a woman and compliment her, try to talk to her, it's harassment. So what I need you to do is let me know that you see me by looking me directly in my eyes. That smile part. at me to let me know that you're a happy person that and that you're positive and in a good mood. And say hello. That's inviting me into the conversation. Absolutely. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Gary had the tea and the clue of the day. Gary. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Monday, the first day of spring, and here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Everybody's excited about Vice President Kamala Harris, y'all. It's being reported, y'all, that Meg Thee Stallion went to Washington for the weekend to hang out, y'all, with her new bestie, the Vice President, y'all. Now, they're saying, y'all, that Meg traveled to Washington to attend Kamala's annual Women's History Luncheon, honey. And Ricky, she looked amazing, honey. Now, they're saying Meg and her team have been working overtime to try and reshape her image. Now, they're saying yeah, that Meg came under fire from hip-hop after she was caught, you know, telling a series of half-truths surrounding that, um, the story with her and Tory Lanez. But they say she's also, honey, been doing and producing new music and, you know, just working on new things. But they're saying her team... Um, at Rock Nation decided to give Meg a new family friendly makeover and she's getting help y'all with her new image from her new friend Vice President Kamala Harris y'all isn't that beautiful Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they said throughout her career, Meg, honey, you know, have received several accolades, honey, including six BET Awards, five BET Hip Hop Awards, four American Music Awards, two MTV Video Music Awards, and, y'all, Billboard Women in Music Awards, and three Grammy Awards. Now, they said at the 63rd Annual Grammy Awards, she became the first, y'all, at least she became the second female rapper to win Best New Artist after Lauryn Hill back in 1999. And in, in 2020, they're saying named her one of the 100 most influential people in the world. That is beautiful. And so congratulations, honey, to Meg the Stallion, honey. She looks amazing. And y'all, y'all see that dress she wore. She wore a beautiful dress, honey. And I was like, all right, Miss Meg, honey. This girl cleaned it up and looked real good, honey, to go to the White House. 
All right, moving on in other celebrity news, y'all. Let's continue to pray, y'all, for um, Lance Reddick's beautiful wife, y'all. I don't know if y'all heard that Lance Reddick, y'all. He's the beloved actor, you know. He starred in The Wire, and he was also in John um, um, Reddick's um, 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 show. Um, um, the Wire, y'all, and um, he passed away um, last week, y'all. Well, now they're saying while Lance's fans offered love and support, you know, to the widow, y'all, it's being reported, y'all, that a lot of people learned that black Twitter, y'all, has been less than friendly, honey, toward his beautiful wife, Miss Stephanie, y'all. Oh, no. now, yeah, they've been doing her dirty, honey. Why is that? Because she on um, white, Ricky, and she just yeah. don't look like she would have been married to him. She kind of, you know, she looks like she's been, you know, a little bit overweight, honey. And, you know, they just didn't look. You wouldn't have thought they were a couple, honey, because she don't even like the type who would even marry a black man. But nevertheless. They had some, some good chemistry or something. I don't and, know. and that's what he said. He, they said that they had great chemistry together. They loved one another and stuff like that, honey, you know. But they have two kids together, Yvonne Nicole Reddick and Christopher Reddick, y'all. But they're saying that Lance, by all accounts. Because she probably was going to have a funeral the next day or something. Black probably like so. Wait a week. Uh, yeah, ex- yeah, but honey, she was like, she ain't gonna wait for his family to get off of work at five, honey, and come um, the next week. So she probably did do that. But they're saying that they were very happy, and he was very happy with his wife. And they said they seemed like they truly loved each other. They said, unfortunately, you know, um, folks all across Black Twitter are making some horrible comments about like Stephanie and her look. Like, and, and why? Yeah, Ricky, you know how people do, honey. Like they get mad at you for being with somebody you want to be with, but they don't want you. Okay. Yeah, that's what be killing me. They 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 be they be doing Terrence J. Bats. I had to go in there and defend him. Why they like so what? Yeah, she got she don't even have to be white. She could be light skinned They have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they say I can't I can't stand it. Like you you go get you a cute girl that you like that you attracted to. Somebody got a problem with it. It's yeah, messy as hell. It is so, but and so I don't know if Stephanie's blocking them now or whatever. But honey, they are attacking her. And they're sitting there oh, taking away she looking stuff. So we just got to keep Stephanie and all her family lifted up in prayer, honey. And hopefully, you know, everything goes all right. And she do what she needs to do. All right, y'all. The color today, honey, is one of my favorite colors. My color today, y'all, is Persian violet. On the high end, you say Persian violet. And on the low end, just say beautiful light purple. That's your color for today. All right, y'all. Give it up for Gary with the team. <laughs> Good morning. I want to wake up my granddaughters, Ashton, Morgan, Madison, and Adriana Catlin. It's time to wake up, wake up, wake up, and let's hit the road. Hi, my name is Beverly Underwood. I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. Wake up, wake up, class of 84, Hayes High School. I want to wake up my dad, Fat Sam. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning. My name is Judy Lucas from Louisville, Kentucky, and I'm calling to wake up Ricky Smiley. Wake up, wake up, wake up. I'm up. Let's go. Wake up in Detroit. Wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. St. Louis, wake up. New Orleans, wake up. In Memphis, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning. How are you? Hey, uh, Miss Bird. How you doing, Miss Bird? Bird. 
We doing good. This Bert, uh, uh, we are just so happy to hear your voice. You know the phone line's been blowing up all morning. Uh, I thought you was calling for the wake up call. And so what what you uh, doing? And you, and you always get up early, Miss Burt. Well, I was up this morning sitting on the side of my bed just sitting here talking to the Lord. <laughs> well, what what you and the Lord talking about? <laughs> well, you know they down suspended me yesterday, Ricky, from the choir. Why? Wait a minute, hold on, Miss Burt. I, I haven't heard nothing, never heard of anything like that in my entire Baptist full gospel life. Brad, have you heard about you know, anybody? They said had took me down like the ocean boat now. They what? I said, I'm what? the way back to the choir. They done suspended me. They suspended you from the choir. Ah. Uh, and what was you in the alto section or the tenor? They had me in the tenor. Now, what, what, no, now, before we get into why you got suspended, what's, uh, uh, why did they put you in a tenor section and what was and saying one of your favorite parts of, of any song that, that the, when the tenors come in, you know, because I like when they well, break rap, it up in part. Rap, the, the, the rap that decided, they said my, my ball was too deep to be up in the soprano. <laughs> I used to be a soprano when I was a little girl, but they said I'm too deep now. Uh, and, and what was one of your main songs singing in the tenor section and, and somewhere y'all really show out? They make me say Wade in the Water. Yeah. They make me leave that one. <laughs> and what about uh, In That Great In The Morning Fairly Well? Fairly... I'm out of breath when I say that one now. <laughs> <laughs> now, Miss Burton, let's get into what happened, how you get suspended from the choir. Now, I don't know what's going on that somebody is on the investigation, but they may like somebody in the car smell like that dope. They tried to say it with me, but I don't smoke no dope. So I don't know what's going on. Wait a minute. What What, what did she say? Uh, are, they talking about, are they talking about re, uh, uh, marijuana? They say you smell like I marijuana? I know what they call it. I, they know, I already know what they call it. They said that's what I smell like that this last day. And they suspended me. All I know, I let person use my car. And my quiet road was still in there yesterday, and I don't know what's happening. Now, who's so Percy? <laughs> my great youngest. Uh-huh. So the person one that ain't got no job. Uh-huh. Person picked up your car. You got your choir robe hanging up in the back of the way of the church, and he's sitting in your car probably smoking some of them little reefers. Well, they don't suspend me. And I told my my house don't use the smell like that for kerosene. But they don't put me out of the choir. <laughs> What's wrong, Brett? That ain't me. You might need a lawyer. You need to appeal that. I need Can to you, get a what? You need to get now, an attorney. No, you don't need an attorney. Just appeal it. Uh, you can appeal that to the trustee board. That goes up to the trustee board. Well, we supposed to have a vote meeting on the day Friday. We're going to see what's going on. Uh, uh, have you offered them a drug? Well, have you offered a drug test and let them know that you don't smoke reefers? Uh-uh. They ain't give me none of that stuff. They just put me out. It <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't in right. the middle of the church. They read that stop service and told me to leave. <laughs> yeah, it probably was strong making some of the other members sleepy. But Miss Burt, we're gonna I get you. Leave with coffee, so I know what we're going now. Yeah, we're gonna get you drug tested where we can get you back up there in that tenor section because church ain't the same without you. 
And you know what, Miss Morrison, they're going to put you out next time they need you to cook something. I wouldn't cook nothing else for them with their low-down self, scoundrels. I ain't going to even turn myself off. Well, we might as well get together and go down there and march, Yeah, yeah, you let you let uh, Miss Martha make them some macaroni and cheese next time uh, or whatever, and don't you make them nothing else because, you know, you got the best greens and macaroni and cheese I ever had, Miss Burt. I know you're right. <laughs> Now, Miss Burt, if, if, if anybody want to find you on the internet, and uh, we're gonna uh, have a we're gonna have a protest, and we're not going we're not going back to this show. What's the name of the church? My holy. What, what you saying? My holy. Okay, we're not going back. So we're gonna protest until they put you back up in that choir stand where you belong, and let everybody know how you can be reached, Miss Burt. All they got to do is go on there and let it look at the Win K show. And they see, I know you're right. They're in the right place. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Miss Bird. Rick and Smile the Morning Show coming up. Rick and Smile the Morning Show. Who hey, is look, this? Open, up, open, open up that door over there. Now, open the door and blow, push, yeah, blow in toward the door. Open the screen door, too. Black Tony, you coming to work? Up in here. Little ugly, but man, I, man. I, no, keep now. Nah, I don't care if it's cold outside. Keep blowing them. Keep on blowing them straight out the door. Till all of it gone. What? I'm so sick of these damn children up in here, boy. I'm trying to come to work, and I got to deal with these little bad-ass little boys up in here. Hey, bro, bro, bro. Boy, bro. you better send somebody over my grandmom how to get my nephew, now. I'm sick hey, of these children. I'm going to be a... Uh, they they finna have to call the defect folks on me. Hey, man, once you get your own... to go to school. Blow them all out the damn door. <laughs> Uh-oh. He getting mad. Oh, you going off on uh, Black Tony? My, my little nephew, they 12. They, uh, man, these little ugly boys are so bad. Shout out to these bad children. <laughs> what they got to do with you not coming to work? Because I'm trying to come to work. You know we all stay at my grandma's These little boys done took the down arm and home uh, the, 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 the liquid washing powder. Yeah. You know that great big one. What you get that family dollar for $11 to be on the bottom shelf? That great big one. <laughs> yeah, dog. Man, they done poured the whole damn thing down in the sink in the kitchen. Yeah. Last night, before they went to bed and cut the water on, so I come downstairs, the whole damn kitchen full of bubbles. <laughs> it bubbles uh. about six feet of bubbles in the kitchen, Shouty. <laughs> nah, My man. I'm coming out here and slip on these bubbles and kill us. I, I got I got them crazy. I told them to get the leaf blower. <laughs> you told them to get the what? They got the leaf blower and they blowing them out the back. They trying to blow them out the back door. It's well, gotta my, be my mama come downstairs. It's gotta be bubbles everywhere. Man, shouted the whole kitchen full of bubbles. Sit, man, these bubbles taller than me. Shouted the whole kitchen full of bubbles like a old man. Tell me, like on the Lawrence Wilkes show when they be yeah, slow dancing man, at the end. Bubbles every damn well. Bubbles everywhere. Oh man. Like flowers man. So what time you coming to work? Soon they get all these damn bubbles out here. One day blow the <laughs> bubbles out there. I gotta mop the floor. I be up by eleven o'clock. Nah, bro, we'll be off, bro. Just, 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 just scratch the show out for another two hours or something. I be there. Man, nobody finna wait for you to come to work, man. Come on, Black Tony, you gotta do better, man. Shout it, I will be there. I gotta take care of this. If you gonna come help me? Is you gonna come help me get these bubbles up out here? That's not my problem. You gonna pay for it? You, you look. If my grandma come in and slip and break her down there, you gonna buy her Black wheelchair? Tony. Hell no, you ain't gonna do it. So look, Black, let's try to find you your own apartment tomorrow so you can stop having excuses because everything that's tied into your nephews and your grandmama is messing everything up. 
So you saying you gonna get me an apartment? Everybody heard you say you gonna get me an apartment. So it's look, not what I said. That what you no. said, Ronte? Then he just said, "Let's get you an apartment tomorrow." Yeah, he did Black say Tony. it. Black Tony. Okay, so I'm gonna hold you to that. That's a contract. Black Tony, I'll see you tomorrow, man. No, man. All right, man. Appreciate you, but hey, no, you boy. No, boy. No, boy. I miss you. I miss you soon. You get out work. No, boy. Can't we all just get along at the Red House Furniture? We, we can. can. At the Red House. I'm Richard, a.k.a. Big Head. I work at the Red House, and I'm black. At the Red I like pumping iron and pumping furniture into people's homes. I'm Johnny, a.k.a. T-Engage. I work at the Red House, and I'm white. I like deer hunting, bass fishing, and extending credit to all people. At the Red House. <laughs> I'm black, and I love the Red House. I'm white, and I love the Red House. I'm a black woman, and I love the Red House. I am white, and the Red House is for me. me. <laughs> and for me. Red House. <laughs> 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 Look at the sofa. It's perfect for a black person or a white person. <sighs> this mattress is perfect for a white person or a or black person. person. <laughs> <laughs> house, where black people and white people. Furniture. And expanding people too. Expand all people. <laughs> man, y'all but <laughs> Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I wanna hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Alright, we're the morning show. Gary has the T and the color today. Gary, what's up? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Monday, a beautiful, beautiful first day of spring day. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Russell Wilson and his beautiful wife, y'all, Sierra. Everybody's talking about it, honey. They're doing such great things, Ricky. Now, you remember last week they was dragging poor Sierra through the dirt, honey, because of that beautiful dress that she wore to the Vanity Fair party. Well, now Sierra and her husband, Russell, are doing great things. They visit, Ricky, the maximum security prison, y'all, in Florida. And they're saying, y'all, that Sierra and Russell no, were Sierra praying. No, prison now. Uh-uh. They, they, were, they visited and they were praying, Ricky. They were singing, honey. And they were just helping out the um, inmates, honey, doing great things for the inmates. And a lot of people saying that's good. But some people were saying they were wondering if Sierra sang the song, My Goodies. I'm like, that was stupid. With that dress on. You think yeah, she wore no, that dress? That she had that dress on. They were wondering if she was going to wear the dress up, but she that, didn't wear that, that dress. Hey, Kay, that would have been worth doing time, huh? Oh, yeah. Sierra Lord. came up in there, walked through there with that dress on, but I'm But honey, but she looked amazing. She looked good. You know, she you know she toned down or whatever, and that's good. They visiting the maximum, um, you know, prisons and stuff in Florida because you know, I mean, Sierra, you know, she always does charity work, and her husband Russell does as well. Even though people are saying that he needs to start winning again, but I mean, he's doing what he needs to do. So congratulations, y'all, to Sierra and her wonderful husband, Mr. Russell. Um, Wilson. All right, moving on in other celebrity news, y'all. Ja Rule Baby is speaking out, honey. He is blaming hip-hop for Ja Morant's behavior. Now, they're saying that Ja agrees, y'all, with Charleston on White, that um, hip-hop is to blame, y'all, for Ja Morant's behavior that led to his suspicion. Now, he said, quote, it's crazy to say this, but Charleston White, honey, was absolutely correct. The music we listen to and how that is the new brand. He said, the music say I... He said, the music said, I keep pipe. I do this and I do that. He said, that turns into, I need a pipe. He said, a pipe means gun, y'all. That's what he told TMZ. 
Then he said, Moran, honey, has been suspended out for eight games for flashing a gun in a nightclub. He says it wasn't even his weapon. He said, quote, you know, hip-hop is very influential. He said, I've done things in my youth because of hip-hop. You know, Redman made How to Roll a Blunt. He said, we started smoking blunts. Snoop made gin and juice. We started drinking gin and juice. So hip-hop is influential. He said, I'm not going to say it's not. He said, how far people take it is what it is. Do y'all agree with that? Yeah, people was doing all that stuff even before songs. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, hip-hop ain't made that... Oh, go out and flash that gun. He did it because he wanted to. You are a millionaire. Absolutely. You are a millionaire, honey. My daddy never even made to make a million. And you made it just by showing up. And you in the club flashing a damn gun looking stupid. That's stupid. Listen to uh, some of Brett's songs. Brett's Uh -uh. songs that get you hyped like that and make you do stuff. I did it. Don't do that. And got in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. But I I, I heard Brett tell that. Don't do that. So, but I mean, but how could he? I mean, that's crazy. I mean, how could he sit there and say that? Publicly? Why would he say that? Exactly, saying something like that. I mean, that's just I don't, I don't understand it. I don't think music makes you do nothing, huh? I mean, and when you got a mind of your own, don't you? you sure exactly. Do. My goodness. I think it's a multitude of influences, not just the music. I think you know the whole thing with his daddy and that whole loose situation, and him being young may have a lot to do with it, also. You know. Yeah. Yeah, well. I mean, I'm good in the club until I, I hear C murder. Once I hear bum, 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 I'm ready to fight you know. whatever. Yeah, that's one song whatever. that get you hyped. I don't though. care. I don't care. <laughs> soon, chairs. Soon, soon, that done. Anybody mess with Snoop Doggy Dog, you can that name on the wall. Boy, I swear. Oh, boy, I'll punch right. somebody in the chest this song. Come on. Right. In my final story, y'all, Tyra Banks made the announcement that she will be leaving Dancing with the Stars, y'all. Everybody's saddened about it. She told TMZ, she said, I feel, honey, it's really time for me to focus on my business and my entrepreneurship and also producing more TV. But behind the scenes, she said, I think it's time to graduate from the dance floor, y'all, to the stock market floor, honey, from the ballroom, honey, to the boardroom. She said, I think it's time. She said, I am an entrepreneur at heart. I think my heart, my soul is into my business. So it's also into producing new TV. But I really, 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 honey, she said, honey, want to focus on my business. And you can't do that by hosting a show, unquote. Guys, nice to go. But these people just walk away from these big time jobs, honey. I mean, making good money and stuff or whatever. And they're like, I got something else to do. So, put them down for no limit. And I ride for the call. I'm in a tech with the big anybody mess with Snoop Doggy Dog, I'm going to make any put his name on, on the wall. wall and everywhere. The cool of the day is perfect. On the high end of the low end, light purple. Pouring in your hair and it's time and where if you. <laughs> if you with me, it's a must shoot die. Boy, don't get me started on that song. Shoot. Did, did you Suicide. not know the words or you had to? Uh, 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 Woo, boy. boy now, them the cuss words right there, that's a version they play in the club. That's when the cues start flipping over tables. Boy. Oh. <laughs> Woo. Well, yeah, that'll make, it, that'll make you pull out a gun, a cannon, a, a missile, a rocket, anything you got. Ooh, you pull not it out a when missile they play or that. rocket. Oh. A missile, a Patriot missile. Anything you got, you can get to when that come on. Mm. All right. Well, Gary, you never heard that song? 
I heard it, but Lord, I didn't know it make it um, do all that stuff, make it violent and stuff hey like dog. that, honey. Yes, sir. Shoot, boy, you see them doggone AKAs and them Delta store lining oh, up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Crips, the Bloods, the Vice Lords, the city oh, no. workers, McDonald's employees, school board members, city council, mayor, everybody be turned up when that come on. Boy. <laughs> I bet you. They, you why we, why all we don't ever play that song right there, Dave? We need, we need to play that. The song yeah. stay in your head all day today. Yeah, yeah. To play yeah that we're gonna play boy. that today. We're gonna play that today, boy. Uh-huh. I want everybody to turn up. Yes, sir. Guard your grill. <laughs> What'd you say, Brett? Guard your grill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Y'all give it up for Gary with the team. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all. Uh, listen, our uh, trending topic, we're talking about toxic friendships. Uh friends make our lives richer at least that's the goal but every now and then uh you know every now and again friendships take more than uh you know they give and it's important to be able to distinguish when a friendship or any relationship for that matter uh turns toxic and uh so so when you have deep when you have a deep connection with someone it can be heard i mean it can be hard to put your history aside and see your friendship for what it is you know what i'm saying brett I know what you're saying. And communicating boundaries to someone can be extremely challenging, but it's even harder if it's with a friend who continually dismisses them, which is why I agree completely with number one on the list, and that is not respecting boundaries. That is a good one, Brad. And another one on the list was friends who don't take accountability for their (laughs) actions. Now, according to the report, a friend who doesn't take accountability for the way they treat you will apologize in a way that doesn't acknowledge that their behavior was hurting you. For instance, they may get you a cup a coffee or take you out to lunch instead of apologizing for their behavior and actively vowing to change it. Now I've seen y'all, but Ricky, I've seen number three firsthand. So, but I know that everybody goes through something. But a toxic friend, y'all may start weaponizing their struggles as a means, honey, to manipulate you into doing things for them or spending time with them. Mm. And uh, so, uh, so y'all had, so have y'all anybody had to uh, end a toxic friendship? Anybody? Oh yeah. Yeah, man, I, I had a I had a homie, man, that we actually went to high school and everything together, man, and, you know, done a lot for that person, used a lot of my resources to help that person out a lot, and, you know, and then found out this person was talking bad behind my back and just kind of not really appreciating the things that you do for, that I was doing for him. and when all this stuff, other people started telling me all this stuff, I didn't even know, they started, to tell, they started coming to me. Man, I just like, man, it hurt my feelings at first. Then I said, man, you know what? I just had to distance myself from that person. And to this day, I forgave that person, not for them, but for me, just to kind of move on. So I got right. a question. No, go ahead, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I had a question. So is it toxic when you have a friend that was your friend before any of, like, our current situation started? But now they only seem to call and come around when they kind of want <laughs> something or need something. They related to me. what you do, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey man, Ricky gonna be in town on such and such day, and no. I was just wondering if you could call over. And but it's the only time I hear from you is when you want something that you think I have access to, yeah, no. right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of toxic. It is not. Yeah, it's not. It's not a real friendship. But but the, the, the problem that I have with people. Now let me tell y'all something to look for. Everybody that's listening, the people that get upset or irritated or start moving around, you can look in their facial expression when you're setting a boundary. 
that means that they had a motive. Because you setting a boundary is not is not going to benefit them. You know what I'm saying? If they start right. getting irritated the minute you start setting the boundary, you already know that it's it's, it's going to be a problem. You know, yeah. I, well, I, I wouldn't. I, 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 well, I wouldn't go do all that. I said, okay, I'm not saying that you were. I'm just saying when we go over here, I'm asking you not to do this. Well, I mean, I wouldn't go when they start getting getting defensive. Yep. When you're setting a boundary, that means that their motive was to do it in the first place. And then, and then you get a lot of people to gaslight you. Now, gaslighting is something that's kind of mixed in with the toxic behavior. Because mm-hmm. if I say uh, uh, you hit me or whatever, and you bring up the fact that I hit you last year, or See, whatever, uh-uh. well, why, why you didn't yeah. bring that up last year? That's called right. gaslighting. Why did you bring that up last year? I had to have a, a, a conversation and say, hey, if I do something, correct me right then or pull me to the side. Let's go have a conversation about it so I can make the correction because I'm not perfect. But don't don't weaponize that when when I confront you about something that you're doing that's affecting me. You understand? And that and, and you just have to know stuff uh, uh, about stuff like this. Gary, what are your thoughts? Maria? Yeah, I mean, I agree. But my thing is I still, I'm still trying to figure out when we say toxic. So, oh yeah, what, what toxic? I mean, what is toxic? Is it when you're dealing with a narcissist? Oh. When you're dealing with a narcissist and they make everything about, about them. them. Come on now. Oh, okay. Ooh. I had yeah. somebody to make uh, when my daughter got shot. I had a, a, a ex friend to make a video. Never text me. Got my number. Then when my son died, she made a video. Right. Mm-hmm. Made a vid- a whole video, and it, and the video was about her connection to me or to the kids but never text and say hey sorry for your loss or sorry this happened to your daughter it's all about them that's right a narcissist but never never take definition of a toxic person ricky is anyone whose behavior adds negativity and upset to your life many times people who are toxic are dealing with their own stresses and traumas to do this they act in ways they that don't present them in the best light and usually upsets others along the way Absolutely. Have everybody, everybody have, will have, and, and, and narcissists are real influential. We yep. have everybody mad at you Ooh. and not speaking to you or whatever. And then, you know, and, 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 and you and ain't done nothing. You ain't done nothing. <laughs> and then sometimes you're like, okay, okay. Like, like I have a, you know, I have a, uh, you know, a friend, you know, that would tell me, I said, let me ask you something. I said, you seem to be having a problem here, a problem there, a problem here, a problem there. I want you to tell me for this conversation to continue. What did you do? Don't right. tell me nothing. Nobody. I want you to sit down and tell me the mistakes that you think that you made right. on, on in this situation. That in all five situations you gave me, I want you to tell me what you did. And, and if you want me to be your friend or whatever, because you're not going to just convince me that you're having all these problems with all these different people and you ain't did none of it. And, and I'm looking at you and I know you and I know that you're not perfect. Tell me your imperfection. So right. so let's start there. Yes. And that's yeah. how you not not get get manipulated. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Maria. No, I was also going to add that sometimes that toxicity can come within your own family. Sometimes <gasps> you have to distance yourself from certain family members Child. because they'll bring all <laughs> kinds of stuff up and they feel like they're entitled because you have the oh, same yeah. And don't DNA. let nobody pass away, honey. Yeah. You really see <laughs> it then. Then you really then oh lord, then you really see the real come out. Yeah. After my grandmother passed away, I probably talked to about three people on that side of the family now. 
Just because everybody Man. changed. Everybody wanted all her stuff. Everybody felt like they get this and get that and did this. No, when she was here, you didn't do nothing. So you don't get nothing. And I don't want to be your friend or your relative. Okay, right. you don't have to you don't have to be blood to be family. You don't? <laughs> I been I've been I've been saying been saying that for years. Or whatever. <laughs> Shoot, this this recent situation right here, I got folks. I went to high school with and took pictures with. They got my phone number, who I had been reaching out to now. over the years and never sent a text, uh, a, a message, and celebrated their birthday. Flew them out Ooh. for their birthday, out, out, out to, on fishing trips, having a good time. Not one text message. Mm. Not one. You know what I'm Ooh. saying? So, yeah. so you, 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 uh, uh, a wedding, a baby shower, and a death bring out the damn worst Ooh, in people. You, you better preach. And you talking about some? I, I'm talking about we get jealous. Over the death because you didn't get to be with them doing the death. You you just doing the best you can trying to get through and get through. Yes. And then you got to sit up there and argue with somebody about why you didn't get to be around them through during your time of grief. Oh, I don't talk about that. I I just been grieving and trying not to deal with that. But it's a whole dark bad side yes, to, to everything that we just just went through and how trifling some of these Negroes are. Yes, trifling. Yes. All about them. Ooh. Narcissists. Narcissists. I mean, I don't even have to like you, but if something happened to your mama, I'm going to go and I'm going to stand your mama, your grandmama, your daddy, whoever passed away or whatever. If there was a connection, I'm going to go stand in the bank and pay my respects and sign Amen. the book and leave. That's right. Somebody somebody let you know, hey, I saw Ricky there, but I ain't got to sit up there. I ain't got to make no videos. Right. I ain't got, I ain't got to do nothing. I ain't got to baby you. All, I ain't got to all, pay all you no extra special attention. I'm the one that's shoot. grieving. Don't but I tell I, you what? Boy. I, I tell you what, my damn, my damn friends I had, boy, they came through this this past month. My 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 chapter bros, Alpha Phi, the Qs, my my classmates, y'all, all this. I'm not trying to make it about me. I'm just talking about how people go through stuff. I'm just talking about in general when people go yeah. through stuff or whatever. You really get to see people's true side. Amen. You understand? Uh, well, I can I can do a whole. It ain't I, enough time on this radio. <laughs> it ain't enough time it on ain't. this damn radio to sit here and talk about this stuff. We need to do, right we need to do here. a whole whole show on it. Sit up there, got a whole a whole damn Ooh. city and former friends mad that you thinking you mistreated somebody, but they won't tell what they did. Tell them what you did. Message. Tell them what you did. Ooh. Get me started this morning. Good morning. So I had to end the friendship because they constantly were fat shaming and um, very jealous hearted, but they never wanted to talk about how much weight they gained. Although I never talked about them gaining weight. Had to go. It's the fact that we've been knowing each other since 2000 and it's still 2023. And honestly, just this over this weekend, it just made me realize that she still is doing the same thing. Not a job, not a car, always expecting me to be the one to come and get her. Toxicity is, it's dulling me down. I can't be my true me holding this big appendage on the side of me. That's a grown 40-something plus woman. It's enough. Um, well, we were friends for a very long time. And then um, I was that, always that friend that made sure, you know, everybody was good. I was trying to help her move away from her toxic boyfriend. And he called the cops on me and my child. And she went back with him and then accused me of trying to sleep with a guy she walked to her house to sleep with. Crazy. So I just had to end it. I was like, you know what? No more insecurities for me. Like, we're moving forward and higher. 
I was friends with this girl since like the seventh or eighth grade, and she always was critical about like what I wore, how my hair was, what I looked like, and it transpired all the way through high school, all through college. It was crazy because she's always been a little bit bigger than me. Like I found out, like if she really was insecure, you know what I'm saying? Because she was, like I said, she was bigger than me, and I just went ahead and slept with her baby daddy last year. Yep. And I'm, and I'm going to say something. Make, make good on what you did. It, because look, I'm going to tell you something. Somebody going to die. It's going to be a passing away, and you're going to have to be together. It, 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 but, but that's not the time to make good to make good with somebody for something that you did to them when somebody died. That ain't the time. Do it before that or, or wait some time afterwards and come back around when everything cool off. Hey, man, I just want to make good on that. I apologize for that. But what I not not if ain't no if I made you it ain't no if I made you did apologize for what you did and be honest and give a, a honest genuine and sincere apology. I'm not perfect and I had to go back and apologize to people and make good on on some stuff that I did wrong. You know what I'm saying? I'm not perfect, but boy, I sure I try my best uh, uh, to to live by uh, example or whatever. Because I ain't I'm never too big to apologize because I am human. But that's a good-ass topic, but it ain't enough time in the world to talk about narcissists. A topic on narcissists and what it is, what a narcissist mixed with toxic uh, person is, and get a therapist on the phone so you can see the signs of that kind of behavior. More Ricky Smiley Morning Show coming up. All right, here's a, uh, a DM, uh, Ricky. Here's my situation. I'm 31. I'm, I'm 31. My fiance is 42. Uh, he owns a tax business, which does very well. For him, and he has seven people that uh, work for him, including his office manager. She's like 27 and has a boyfriend she lives with. But uh, I just be getting the feeling that when I come around the office that her and my fiance have had a little something between them before. Because I I can't describe it, but she just acts a little off when I'm around and it makes me uncomfortable. Uh, I've been with him for two years. She has been working for him since she graduated college. And it feels like she'd be crushing on him a little bit. So he's never given me a reason to believe that he's a cheater. But before I marry this man, I need to know if him and this girl ever had something because uh, she cannot be at my wedding or keep working there knowing that uh, she's been with my man. Uh, what do I do? Uh, oof. If you feel uncomfortable, you need to uh, end that relationship. You don't need to marry him if that girl going to be working there and uh, whatever. Because the thing about it is, like, like, Whenever I'm, you know, around somebody uh, or been in a relationship, I always try to do everything I can to make my mate feel comfortable. And I make sure that my friends, male and female, make my mate feel uh, feel comfortable. And it ain't that awkward, crazy stuff. Because sometimes you only have to be have nothing going on with the person. Sometimes the other person is just jealous of your marriage and your relationship. Mm-hmm. And she's not going to be friendly to the woman that you with. So if you can't be friendly to my girl, then we can't be friends or whatever. That's just my thoughts, uh, Special K, Brent. I feel like she's kind of convicting this dude of something that he he might not even be aware that she feel like that. She sounds like I mean, she, she just, told him. Oh, she did say something to him about yeah. it. Uh, but if she well, well at no, the end she said, "What should I? What should I do?" But she said she don't have no reason to feel like he's cheated. But she just got a feeling. It's her intuition. Well, then you go with your intuition. How about that? Ooh. I agree with that. You go with your it, intuition. It, don't even don't even second guess it or play with it. If you feel funny, that girl do not need to be there. Period. Maria, it, he shouldn't lose no sleep. Maria, I I think on the flip side, sometimes when you suspect someone is doing something wrong and they haven't given you any reason to, it may be a reflection of something that you've done. 
maybe, you know, she's looked at other guys and felt some feelings, or maybe she's cheated on someone in the past and afraid it's going to be done to her. So well, I think Maria, we kind of need more so information there. So she still don't there. need to be yeah. at her wedding. It's her choice to have this person at her wedding. Yeah. Maria, that girl acting funny and ain't talking to her when uh, uh, when wife when wifey comes up, girlfriend come up to the office, the little chick that worked there at the tax place, ain't talking, ain't communication, and it's just weird energy between them. I just think it's odd that she says he's never given me a reason to believe he's a cheater. I think that it's like men are always going to have beautiful women around them. So I think that when you're in a relationship, nah, you have you to gonna trust me to him. You're going to I'm going. Oh, know who yeah, absolutely. Are. If she's expressed that it makes her feel uncomfortable. But then and also in her note, she says he's never given me a reason to believe he's a cheater. So I'm just trying to offer some perspective. She <laughs> says she feels like she'd be crushing on him a little bit. That's good enough for you her can, to let me not say come. Something. You feel you it. You can feel it. You can mm-hmm. feel it. I've seen it. Witnesses Shut experienced up. it. <laughs> let Judy you know, come but, around, honey. <laughs> but he can't control how another woman feels towards him. It don't matter. Okay, she well, she don't need to be working wedding. there. If, that, if that's his business, Maria, if that's his business, she don't need to be if working there. If it makes there. his fiance feel uncomfortable, yeah, she shouldn't be working there. And but I, she's I been working for yeah. this man for, what, since she graduated college, she... 20 something. I'm just now, saying so. that's not going to be the first time it happens. You're you're always going to, you know, my my husband goes up to the school and there's beautiful teachers there and he volunteers with the band. I mean, I can't control how women look at him and are attracted to him. I now I do have a say in how he interacts with them, you know, and how right. he responds to that, but I'm, you know, I I think that it can happen anytime. But it is but different one, in a work one, environment, and you're with the them every day. But the one that might have a crush on your husband, she's not going to be friendly to you. Because she don't think you're good enough. But I think this girl... <laughs> is that what it is, <laughs> Ricky? <laughs> but, 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 but think about this, you no excuse. Ain't think about this. No excuse. If this woman done invested a couple of years of her life in thinking about marrying this man, why would she just throw it away and start all over again with somebody else How's it when she don't even away? have no evidence that the, nothing the has just, happened. The girl can't come. She's not throwing it away with well, the Well, she ain't got to let her come to the wedding. Gary, you just and go, that's just she ain't got to let her come to the wedding, but she, she ain't got to throw the whole relationship away. She ain't got to throw the whole relationship away. The girl just can't come. That's it. No, the girl got to, to go. Gary, you just going to sit there and say nothing? No, because you called them hell out. I wouldn't jump in if you called their name specifically. Then no, Gary, you can jump in. I know you're feeling some kind of way. You sitting <laughs> well, there with yeah, that look on your face? Yeah, I'm feeling some kind of way. But my thing is, I, I, I agree with all y'all. I agree with definitely what Maria was saying. I agree with Brad. I agree with all that. But my thing is, one thing that I don't like, you will not humiliate me. Now, I'm not going to be going to my job. Uh, and you got this uh, woman, a man sitting here, and I knowing that y'all didn't play around, honey, and y'all smiling in my face, and then y'all cheating with each other. That right there, that part bothers me. The humiliation is the part that bothers me. But if you follow your intuition, honey, trust me, and that's what I'm learning how to do. They say your intuition would never lead you wrong. Amen. But because, Gary, you, honey, you that's about, the law talking to you. You forgetting about the main part that Maria just brought up. He's never given her a reason to believe he's Well, she's, she's saying that because she loves him so damn much, she don't want to believe that he's given, he given her a reason, but she don't want to think that because she loves him so much, so she's going to just play like he didn't she, give her a reason. Because if he didn't give her a reason, it wouldn't have came up. She said that he's never given her a reason. Yeah, but she's saying that if, she, yeah. if he didn't give her a reason, that whole situation would have not come up. He gave right, her a reason. Y'all hit us up on, on Ricky Smiley, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Dot com. Coming up next, man, we got a song that'll stand your head all day. First, we're going to be talk- talking to a man who wrongfully convicted and spent 30 years in prison oh. for a crime he did not commit. Oh. Uh, we got that coming up next, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Listen, man, uh, we got a, um, 
a tragic story uh, uh, told time and time again. Black people who are convicted of crimes, they never actually uh, committed. You know, we always get convicted of crimes they never committed. And the headline has been full of people being released after many years behind, uh, behind bars. And also a bombshell study show that in 2017 by the National Registry of Exonerations confirmed are uh, where black people had long known to be true. That black people are more likely to be wrongly convicted of murder than, uh, you know, people from any other group. Uh, to add insult to injury, the wrongful convention, uh, the wrongful convictions, uh, innocent black people were uh, waited years longer than the average time it took a white prisoner accused of the same crime to be exonerated, due in many cases uh, to racism. So our next guest, Johnny Lee uh, Savory, was wrong, wrongfully convicted. And 30 years behind bars for more than two thirds of his life, from age 14 to age 44. Mm. Uh, he has joined the uh, civil rights attorney, Reverend Dr. S. Todd Yearly, uh, to tell the story. Uh, welcome to the show. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Man, happy to have y'all. And we hear these stories all the time, but don't want to. You know, I mean, we often don't get the backstory. So, how were you wrong, wrongfully convicted? Oh well, at the uh, at the tender age of fourteen years old <clears throat> in Peoria, uh, Illinois, um, was I don't know the best way to say this, man. I was falsely accused, unjustly convicted, and condemned to life in prison for a crime. Not that I just did not commit; they know I didn't commit. But at that time, in 1977, we can only imagine the state of the country and how it was in as far as the criminal justice system goes and anything else that we were struggling at that time. Mm-hmm. So uh, they accused me of taking my life, a friend of my life, uh, my life, my friend, one of my best friends in life, taking his life and his sister's life. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just, as I described it on many occasions, it was like the twilight zone. Wow. You know, because it, it seemed unreal. One day I'm in school, next day I'm in jail. Right. I can't People imagine. Say, I can't imagine uh, that. Well, Johnny, what did you do to have to get former Governor Pat Quinn to pardon you? And what does pardon mean? This pardon means that uh, I have no record as of today. It, it's like it never happened. And mm-hmm. so I got my life back, part of my life back. Now the second stage of my life is to get compensation for being wrongly convicted. That journey itself takes... It takes extremely too long. You take um, you take thirty seconds to take a person's life. You take thirty years to get it back to them. Then you want them to wait another five, ten years to actually get compensation that you consider as compensation for what you took from them. And you know, and one of the sad things is that we have out of the fifty states, we got thirty five now that have some form of um, state and federal statutes that go with it. Uh, and we have, let's say, that's 38 states total. There are states that give no compensation. And I know y'all want to hear what these states is. Because some of them, was, we have such a large population, and some we don't. But it's Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Delaware, Georgia, mm. Kentucky, New Mexico, North Dakota, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, and uh, South Dakota, and Wyoming. But it's, you can take your life. Then turn you back out on the streets and release you. Don't say I'm sorry or nothing. What's painful to me is how we treat each other. 
as a people. Right. And meeting meeting uh, Dr. Todd uh, and uh, some other brothers, they they listened to me and said, man, how can we continue to allow this on? And why we don't have, right now I'm working with Dr. Tati to be able to get a, get Innocence Project inside our HBCs. We don't even have none in our HBCs. Well, so attorney- we get released every day. Huh? Right. Now, I had a question for uh, for Attorney Yeary. Yeah. So why mm-hmm. are cases like Johnny so important to bring to the public's awareness? It's obvious to us, but why why, why is this so important that we pay attention to this now? Well, you just said it, right? Good morning to all of you. You just said it. It's obvious. It's obvious to us, right? But when the system has always been designed against you, it's important that we stay on guard and on watch and engaged to make sure that we dismantle this system of injustice that can, in an arbitrary way at any moment, it doesn't matter how qualified you are, it doesn't matter how educated you are, you can find yourself, as Johnny said, in school one day, in jail the next. The school-to-prison pipeline isn't supposed to be that. There should be no pipeline. And because the state has the power to take one's liberty at any moment, legally, we have to make sure that the state is accountable when they do it, and they do it arbitrarily and without just cause. So it's important to make it known because this is the side of Black Lives Matter that people don't want to talk about when the system, whether you're wrongfully convicted or wrongfully accused, let's start there. How many days do we see where people take pleas for things they didn't do because all they're trying to do is get back out, get back to their home, take care of their family, and go back to work. We've got to fix this system because the criminal legal system not only is broken, it's broken to us, but it was built this way by design. Well, thank you, Attorney Yeary. Uh, We're talking to Mr. Johnny Lee Savory, who was wrongfully convicted, who spent 30 years in jail for a crime he did not commit, and civil rights attorney Reverend Dr. S. Todd Yeary Esquire. Now, Johnny, how do you make up for 30 years of lost time? Well, the only way you can make up for anything that you lost, you've got to have your faith in God. And as I always uh, said on many interviews, my faith is what uh, drew me through. And now I have a seven-year-old daughter, and I mean, some wonderful friends all throughout the country and the world. And so I get to use my voice and my testimony to open the doors, which I have done here in the state of Illinois, Indiana, and around the country for DNA testing, because I was one of the first ones to ever request it. You know, so I feel good about what God has allowed to take place with my life. So they took it and tried to make a tragedy out of it. But God made a triumph out of it. So I'm talking to you all today. And when he asked that question, why, he said, uh, the brother sitting right there, everybody sitting there right now in the studio. If the police come up and you open the door and let them in and they begin to arrest you, you're going to ask the same question, why? Because you know you haven't done anything wrong. Mm-hmm. So it ain't going to make no sense to you. Even no kind of logic that they give you after being wrongly convicted. And I want to clarify something, because I don't think most people know what justice is. But justice is a preventive measure to keep injustice from taking place. Because once you're injured, how do you heal that wound? Right. The wound's still there. I was born on the same day Emmett Till was, same month, seven years after he was murdered. And damn be damn of my life didn't try to take the journey that he has took. And he was his death was one of the most powerful things in civil rights uh movement during that time. 
and God has turned my life into a movement that people can actually see and touch and know that there's a way out if you keep your faith in God and keep working hard. But I like what you all are doing. Because when you echo and allow us the opportunity to express ourselves like this here, it's a safe way for more people to get involved. Then, because our people standing on the outside looking in, wondering, how can you help? Well, this is how you can help. Lend your voice, lend your time, lend your resources to help these young men and women coming out of prison that's, that's uh, been wrongly convicted. Because we got more program for those who need a second chance than the one that took the first chance from. Mm, wow. Uh, Attorney Yuri, how are you holding the city accountable for this? And, uh, uh, you know, and will justice, you know, you know, will, will justice be a service? And let everybody know how they can find you as well. Yeah, just oh. real quick. You you can find me. Uh, you can find Johnny Johnny Savory's on Facebook. Uh, it's the twenty twenty underscore Johnny underscore Savory. Johnny, you'll give them that in a sec. But let me go back to your question, Ricky, because it's real important, right? How you hold cities accountable is the only way you do it is litigation. But litigation takes a long time. It takes a lot of money. Johnny has a great team that has been on top of this from the very beginning. But as you probably heard from Ben Crump and others who are engaged in this work across the country, you've got to be willing to play the long game. You can't do this fast if you're going to get systemic change. And so we've got to stay in the courts and in the state houses getting serious legislation on the books so that we can begin to dismantle this criminal injustice system from the inside out. Wow. Uh, thank you so, so much for, uh, for joining us. Uh, let everybody know how y'all could be reaching, how people can find out more about your story. Okay. You can reach me at the Savory uh, Innocence Tour, just like it sounds. Somebody S A V O R Y Innocence Tour I N N O C E N C E T Tour at dot org. You can reach me there on my website. You can call me on my cell three one two seven seven two nine two eight three. And there's an Innocence Tour coming up that's never happened in the history of this country. And I look forward to all of us joining on that tour. And I got um, about six million dollars to raise. I'm going to raise it because I know the people out there and many of our own, especially like what you did with uh, Michael Irving yesterday. I mean, the other day when I looked at your uh, podcast. That's what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter who you are. It don't matter how much money you got. You can be, your whole life can be taken away from you. He there to do the, the, uh, the Super Bowl and just lost his whole life for that little few seconds. Right. Of being wrongly right. accused of something he know doggone well. Even the camera show he wasn't. He ain't there and done nothing. Right. But it still, but Ricky, it still didn't matter. R- Ricky, real quick, I'm going to give you where I can find because you got me dancing in the middle of the floor. I got to go to court. So <laughs> yeah. you got the soundtrack going in the back of my mind and my cape is hanging on the door. Uh, but uh-huh. Facebook, Todd Yeary. Instagram and Twitter, ST. S is in Sam. T is in Todd Yeary. Y E A R Y. And you can catch me at the Yeary Firm, LLC. And we're going to do this. And I'm going to tell them that you played the soundtrack, Ricky. They got me Oh, yes, mad. sir. I'm, I'm going to tell you yeah. something, man. We're going to stay on top of this, man. Uh, we're going to talk yeah. about this stuff because it's a lot of injustice and uh, uh, systemic racism going on. And I hate it. And, I, and I, I feel a certain kind of way about it. And I've been like that my whole life. Thank you all for joining us this morning, Dr. Lee Savory. Yeah. 
and the Reverend yeah. Dr. S. Todd Yeary, man. Thank y'all and God bless y'all. Now, thank you. More Ricky Smiley Morning Show coming up. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show, baby. I got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's your Monday morning news. The family of a black man who died in a Memphis jail last year is making a public plea for justice. The family of Gershon Freeman, a 33-year-old who died in custody at the Shelby County Jail, spoke at a news conference on Friday. 13 minutes of video footage released by the Nashville District Attorney shows multiple angles of a violent incident between Freeman and multiple corrections officers that ended in Freeman's death on October 5th, 2022. Freeman's family and their attorneys are also calling on the Justice Department to investigate. In other news, the city of Miami Beach has imposed a state of emergency and an overnight curfew for South Beach starting 11.59 p.m. Sunday after multiple fatal shootings occurred during spring break festivities this weekend. The decision comes after two people were fatally shot between Friday and Sunday morning in the area, according to the Miami Beach Police Department. Meanwhile, Ricky, the U.S. State Department and the Texas Department of Public Safety have each warned Americans to skip spring break vacations in Mexico, noting that ongoing violence poses a significant safety threat. Lastly, y'all, for you all that are still using your Twitter account starting today, Twitter will completely disable two-factor authentication on accounts that don't pay for Twitter Blue. This means that a whole bunch of accounts are about to become less secure tomorrow unless users proactively switch to another method of 2FA or pay the $8 a month for Twitter Blue. I'm Maria Moore, and that's what's happening in news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Desperation here. Sweet 16. Arkansas gets it in. They get it to block the clock ticks. And that's it. And the Razorbacks survive and advance to the Sweet 16. Arkansas wins it. March Madness is maddening right now. Let's start off in the women's bracket. Number eight, Ole Miss, stuns number one Stanford and sends them packing to the crib. Man. Shout out to Coach Yo over there at Ole Miss, man. She's doing some big things out there, Rick Dog. Also, number 12, Toledo beat number five, Iowa State. A lot of people had Iowa State making it to the Sweet 16. Well, they packed their bags. Now they at the crib. Number 12, Florida Gulf Coast, who's my uh, Cinderella team to look out for on the women's side. They upset number five, Washington State. Moving on over to the men's bracket. Creighton sent number two Baylor to the crib early. Man, the Man. Blue Jays showed up and showed out. And you just heard Arkansas, number eight, knocked out number one, Kansas. They had Kansas. Like, Kansas is one of those teams that you just kind of automatically put in the Final Four just because of who they are. Well, they got sent packing. And number 16, Fairleigh Dickinson University. I don't think we ever heard of this doggone school. They knocked off number one, Purdue. I had Purdue winning the whole thing, man, so they knocked them off. And uh, then Purdue and then um, Fairleigh Dickerson got beat by Florida Atlantic, who's now playing kind of a Cinderella team. They made it to the Sweet 16. And let's talk about the number 15 ranked or seeded Princeton out of the Ivy League. They knocked off number two Arizona and number seven Missouri to advance to the Sweet 16. So now y'all are probably saying, Rock, how are your brackets? All four of my final four teams in the still alive, so that's good. 
I lost one of my final four predictions with Purdue. So three of the four are still available. So now I got to ride with Alabama to win the whole thing for men. Ricky, are you following this? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm following it. Uh, I, I, the only thing that scared me, Rock, man, is just those little small teams, man, them little, them little paper cuts. Yes, sir. And paper cuts be winning because when our Purdue lost, man, they they taught the team that they lost to, tallest player was 6'5", and they had to do 7'4". I'm just saying, man, them little small teams, man, but, but if they're going to win it, they're going to have the ball. They're going to have to have the eye of the tiger. That's why they call it Cinderella. Ha-ha! <laughs> That's my quick sports update, man. Y'all can talk to me. Follow me on social media at Rock T. Holla if you want to talk about brackets and all that good stuff. Brack got the hot spot. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot. Damn, that's hot. Woo. You can catch me at the hot spot. Mr. B-R-A-T. Bring it to Tad. What's happening? What up, Rock T? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tad Tad, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, according to TMZ, all reports say that Rick Ross's pet buffaloes, you hear me? Buffaloes are causing problems with his neighbors. The buffaloes have roamed beyond the rapper's massive 280-acre promised land estate in Georgia on multiple occasions and begun grazing on the neighbor's land. Ross's Wait, neighbor, who, on who estate? Rick Ross, child. Ross. I know ain't no damn buffaloes in Atlanta. Yes, it is. Up Old National. Go old, get, get off of Old National. Go Wait a minute, bro. Start the music. 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 Y'all gonna sit up here on this radio with all these people listening and say that Atlanta, Atlanta got buffalo, buffaloes. Pet buffaloes, yes. Mm-hmm. Gary, Rick you seen Ra- a buffalo? Rick Ross yeah, got they, 280 acres. Yes, honey, he got a lot. He owns Atlanta Farms and trees. And okay, but so he's doing the, the same buffaloes? thing that Deion Sanders did, Ricky. When they put those um, type of animals on their land, they could get agriculture taxes. They get a good tax break. When they put those um, animals on there, that's what he did. Oh, so the buffaloes weren't originally there. Uh, the, no. He bought he bought no, in the buffaloes. Yeah. They're not native to Georgia, yeah. I don't think. No, and I thought some they, they about the... about they seeing some buffaloes on Bankhead in, in Decatur. I know damn well. <laughs> no. I, I never heard of this. Well, they've been grazing on the neighbor's land, and mm-hmm. the neighbors are concerned about the buffaloes posing a threat to their children. Uh, I, do anybody know about buffaloes? Are they friendly? Are they not yeah, friendly? They, I don't remember they, seeing them. At they the will. Zoo. They'll run at you. Oh. They'll run at you. But 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 if then they if they start causing problems and the neighbors are uh, having the paper stuff and paper damage, then you have buffalo bills. <laughs> you stupid. The neighbor confronted a member of Ross's team about the issue and ultimately called the police. You so stupid. She said that the police told her it was a civil dispute and didn't file a report. Yeah. So I. I, I guess. If yeah, can you pretty- can you give us a follow up on that? Maybe we can get Rick Ross on the phone tomorrow, and and uh, yeah. we can have more conversation about this because I'm really concerned. Yeah, uh, he probably uh, feel uh, like that's his land. 280 acres is enough to have any animal. Because I saw I saw the it's- videos on Instagram when he was when he bought the buffaloes out. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't know. know buffaloes could be home pets though. I thought yeah, some you, animals, I thought you can't some, bring them in the house because they'll knock over your furniture. I thought some animals have to stay like at the zoo. Yeah. You know how some monkeys are like wild monkeys and they don't want you to have right. monkeys because they're just wild animals and they will snap on you at any given time. How do you know if a buffalo is being friendly or how do you know if exactly. a, you know how do you when you buying a buffalo how do you even know if you got a good deal like, right is it the meat? how you know how much they for <laughs> the cost who knows. Yeah. They yeah, we make buffalo we, wings. What do you do? Have buffalo wings? They eat the meat from the buffalo? Yeah, that's and where they come place. from. Uh, what, that's where buffalo wings come from. Is that what bison is? 
What's bison? Buffalo. And bison is a type of a buffalo, but buffalo wings come from the. Uh, and he owned a wing stop, so you know he might. There you go. No, that's, buffalo that's what, wings they, are chicken. They got but real buffalo. Yeah, they're different buffalo but wild real, wings. Right. Oh. <laughs> so some of the buffaloes own own a wild wing place. That's why they named it Buffalo Wild Wing. But the wings oh. don't have nothing to do with the buffalo. But then Deion Sanders is <laughs> coach for the Colorado Buffaloes. So oh, what does he have to say about this? You know what? Orange on this Monday, and that means another commentary on the state of black America with National Urban League. President and CEO Mark Moriel. Mr. Mark, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ricky. It's great to be with you and your listening audience. Happy Monday to all. A few things on the state of black America. Number one, on April 18th at Morehouse College, the 2023 version of the State of Black America report will be released. Uh, And once again, we'll be in Atlanta at the Atlanta University uh, complex with the students from Morehouse and Spelman and Morris Brown, along with Clark Atlanta University to release this report, which this year will be on hate, white supremacy, extremism, and how this disabling philosophy is undermining American democracy and affecting our politics and our policy, and why we must be woke, aware, and push back. So once again, April 18th, that report will be available online. Uh, The entire release event will be available. It'll be streamed at NUL.org and across all of our social media platforms. And of course, as always, uh, we'll be in the news offering commentary and perspective and information and facts on the state of Black America. So more to come on that. Mark your calendars for April 18th. Number two, two big things in the news recently. An unfortunate train crash in East Palestine, Ohio. And number two, the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank out in California. What do these two tragedies have in common? One is lacks regulation. Silicon Valley Bank, case in point, uh, under Dodd-Frank and in the Obama years, bank regulation was strengthened and toughened so that banks had to undergo stress tests on a periodic basis. Under the Trump administration, in the Trump years, Congress relaxed those rules for medium-sized banks of which Silicon Valley was one. Query, would the stress test have caught these issues and averted this tragedy? That's the issue I want everyone to focus on. You hear the right wing, once again, blaming woke politics, blaming DE&I. Well, I hate to tell you, Silicon Valley Bank wasn't the most diverse institution in its staffing, in its board, and in in its lending. So once again, we see what I call a weapon of mass distraction. Let's create a story that blames black people, that blames diversity, that blames, if you will, more corporate social responsibility on the collapse of the bank. It's a Pinocchio story, Ricky. It is of no moment and do not be fooled by this mass distraction, which is designed to distract the American people, distract people from seeing what actually happened and thinking that it had something to do with something else. Don't be fooled. Ditto, if you look at the train crash in East Palestine, it appears that there was some axle problem. The big railroad industry has for years fought tightening safety regulations across the board. Query, would tougher safety regulations have prevented this accident and this tragedy for that community? These are issues that should be probed by regulatory agencies and probed by, if you will, uh, the Congress of the United States, if they're going to do their job. And I know that the GOP Congress of the House side may not be interested in this because for such a long time, they've trumpeted the best way to a stronger economy is lax regulation. We see in these two instances a case that that philosophy and approach may have harmed people. So we're going to, this is a continuing story 
for us to keep an eye on. And I'm not a proponent of regulation for regulation's sake. But major companies and major corporations have to be protected. Uh, rather, consumers have to be protected. People have to be protected. And a reasonable set of strong rules around safety, around protecting people's money, protecting investors, is consistent with the system of both democracy and the free enterprise system. So we uh, have to keep our eye on this story, Ricky. Final thing, black history. The attack on black history, the censorship of our book taking place, I understand, 900 proposals all across the nation to ban books, to ban black history curriculum. We have to draw a line in the sand and say, no, Ricky, and hell no, we are not going to allow. So at the school board level, at the school level, at the state legislative level, we have to resist this effort to distort our history, to prevent it from being taught in an authentic way, uh, to prevent the racial history of this nation from being taught with facts and figures and truth and accuracy. So once again, more to come. There's an upcoming campaign uh, that uh, we are working on with uh, a group of African-American scholars that I'll be prepared to talk about in the weeks to come that will give everyone an opportunity to participate in this advocacy around protecting our children's and our ability to tell our story in public schools, in universities, uh, and in every place where history is taught or told. We haven't done a good job. This nation has not done a good job telling the story of black people and the story of race. And once again, you've got a far-right extremist caucus in this country, which is trying to push back and suppress and rewrite and diminish some of the difficult points of African-American history, American racism, slavery, and segregation. Ricky, we're going to resist, and we will not let them do it. So that is today's State of Black America. I'm Mark Morial. Follow me across all social media channels. That is, once again, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And stay strong and stay woke. Carpe diem. Yes, sir. You've been listening to the State of Black America with former New Orleans Mayor and Louisiana State Senator Mark Morial, President of the National Urban League. Thank you so much for joining us. Mr. Thank Mark, you, you. I look forward to talking to you next Monday. Talk to me next Monday. <laughs>